We're glad you joined us today. We know the road may feel isolating, but we are here to go along this journey with you and love the call to action. Rock Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We're going to join together and chat about all things military life. So you know the drill. Rock Up Buttercup! Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad to have you join us at Rock Up Buttercup again. I can hardly believe that we've been here. We've got 13 episodes under our belt already, and it's been really exciting and fun to have all this information we've been bringing to you, along with some really exciting guests. So it's summertime, and besides PCS, which we've already talked about earlier this year, it also means it's time for vacations. And so I know that if you're like me, I am ready for a break. I am ready to get out of my norm and go on a vacation or even just stay in a within the state and just do something really fun. So today we are going to be here. This I'm Sabrina and I'm here with Ashley, my co-host, and we have a very special guest to kind of discuss vacations with. Yeah, today we have a special guest. We have Cheryl Bear, the host of Good Morning Mimosas, which is a podcast that sparks a little joy every Wednesday. So Cheryl, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, thank you for having me on ladies. I uh, guess. So like they said, my name's Cheryl Bear. I'm the host of the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. I am a military spouse of eight years now, and we've moved six, soon to be seven times in eight years. And I'm a planner and I love adventures and traveling and vacationing. So I'm really excited to be on today to discuss vacations and staycations. So getting right into it, then we'll go. And I know that you guys are really excited to kind of hear some tips because doing vacations on a military, you know, military budget, doing a military you know, where we're living away from family and all that is very different than what a lot of families experience when they're doing planning their vacations. So let's go ahead and kind of talk about what our each of our one, number one tip for military members is um, when you go to plan a vacation. Yeah, so my number one tip is making sure that you can adjust your trip and shift it to the left or the right. Or you just plan some slight contingency plans. So then even if you have to adjust. Don't, don't cancel them and throw them out the window. Don't be defeated. Just adjust and be as excited for whatever your way comes, because even though it may be different than what you imagine, it could be even better than what you planned originally. That's a really great tip. That wasn't something I even thought of when I was thinking of this question. So (laughs) that's, well, mine's very similar. I always don't necessarily stick to that plan. If you have, if you have to make adjustments, make adjustments. Also make sure like if you're booking hotels that there is a cancel, the cancellation policy is flexible. You know, you don't want to get stuck with a hotel bill that you are not going to get to enjoy because you don't get to go anymore. Or you have to adjust it one day to the left or a couple of days to the right. Yeah, my tip is actually going to be kind of completely different is I think that it's really significant as a military family to make sure you plan vacations that are for you. I know that we all get in the habit of our vacation that we take each year is to visit family. And I know that that's important, but being able to be a family and still go on your own fun vacations is really important and not just always making your your trips away from home being to your old home, you know, to see family because you need time to be able to just relax. And it's not always relaxing when you're having to go from one house to the next house and being at, you know, seeing everybody that you possibly can on those trips. So 
I think planning something at least once a year where you guys go, even if it is within your town or your state and just have a break, bring your kids, your family and do something that's completely out of the normal for you guys. Yeah. I mean, we have a vacation planned tomorrow and the weather is going to be horrible. Um, we have that Elsa's deciding that she's going to rain havoc on us at times. So, um, but we're still going we're going to hope for the best and hope that it just passes over. And if not, we're going to just be camping out in a house at the beach. Yeah. I think you guys will stop fine. It's kind of, you know, cause I know you're going with friends, so you'll have that chance to just kind of play board games or read books or just enjoy being out of your house. I think that's just a huge thing. Kids love it. <laughs> they don't yeah. know. They don't have to have activities, right? <laughs> it's just being somewhere new is exciting. Yeah, hundred percent. So we've talked about our number one thing that we would suggest. What would be something that you would suggest families not do? I would suggest, and not to reiterate what I also said, but I'm going to repeat it one more time because it's a mantra I have to tell myself is, you know, don't be defeated, just adjust, which I know our lives are constantly one adjustment after the next, but it really is important to say that, but also don't get headstrong on Hey, it has to be this way or the highway celebrate the small and big things, you know, um, whether it's maybe a vacation could be, I'm going to take half a day off and just, I I'm a sucker for mimosas and sweet teas. So, Hey, I'm going to take a half day off and just go through a drive-through. I'm going to get myself a sweet tea and then I'm going to go to a cafe and just get a mimosa, whatever it is. It's important that you do that, right? Don't, it doesn't always have to be some huge elaborate thing that takes months to plan and tons of logistics really invest in yourself. So don't make it too big. Don't make it too complicated. Yeah, I agree. I think that although like planning a huge Disney world trip is fun and everybody wants to do it, that doesn't have to be your end goal. I think that there's so many opportunities, especially as military spouses, when you're traveling um, to PCS even. I mean, take that chance to, instead of rushing to your next duty station, take the chance to explore along your way. Just keep it casual. Keep it something that you definitely can afford. You don't want to blow your budget. Budget's definitely something you need to think about before you go into vacation because with military, we don't make millions of dollars, you know, so you need to make sure that you, it's something you can afford and you're not going to be scraping groceries, you know, at the end of the month after you've been on vacation. Like I said a little bit ago, just making sure that you're not booking a hotel where they're not refundable. Again, same thing as Cheryl was saying, making sure that you don't get down on yourself if things don't work out the same way. I used to be that way. I used to get so upset about like, you know, I put all this time and energy into like a vacation. Although we don't normally do a lot of vacations. It's usually just to visit family. But we had for my 10 year anniversary was last year with my husband and we wanted to do this huge thing. Obviously that didn't happen. COVID was just like, nope, you cannot go overseas. You cannot go do this. So we opted into going to Asheville for the weekend. And then a week before we were supposed to go to Asheville, my husband came down on battalion level staff duty and they're like, well, sorry. And I was so angry. And so I just canceled everything. And then like shortly later, we're like, well, we still have three days. So then we decided just to go down to the beach for two nights. And it turned out to be way better than I had hoped it would be. So we just, again, flexible, 
go with the flow, learn to adjust and everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And you talked about cancellation policy for the hotel, but think about, make sure you got that. If you're going to a theme park that it's like adjustable to change the dates, airplanes, make sure you get that insurance so that you can change your dates if something happens. Cause if you opt out, which I know I do all the time when I have to fly, I'm like, Oh, pay 50 more dollars. Like, no, thank you. Um, but things do come up. I mean, orders come in all of a sudden and you can't go, you're out a ton of money versus that $50 that you could refund it. So making sure that you're watching for those policies and getting yourselves where you're able to not ruin your entire vacation, but just be able to move it if you need to. But also if your budget isn't to go somewhere big or even to leave the state or visit family, there's so many opportunities as a military spouse when you're moving to different places to just do a staycation. I know that every time I move, like, well, obviously I've lived in some really cool places. So I guess staycations are kind of like, duh, why wouldn't you? When we live in Hawaii, you live in Germany. It's like, yeah, you don't need to go travel. You're already there. But in places like North Carolina and Texas where we lived, we went to Austin. We went to, we've been to Asheville area. We go out to OBX in the off season. So just finding when it's cheaper to go to those places when the off seasons are. Obviously you don't want to go to Asheville on Christmas that's going to be expensive. You don't want to go to Outer Banks in the summer. That's probably going to be expensive. So we like to do ours on the opposite side because your hotels are going to be like half the price and you still get to enjoy what's going on there. So um, have you guys done staycations that you want to talk about? I've done quite a few staycations and I will talk about a Philadelphia staycation. That was our last duty station that we were in. And it's going to sound very in the weeds and basic, but it was so rejuvenating. So first off, I, you know, I I work full time and I also, you know, work my passion, which is my podcast. But when I decided to take a couple days off and do a staycation, I got up in the morning, I made a great cup of coffee and I watch comedians and cars getting coffee. It's this show on Netflix. Anyways, it's really funny. Go watch it. Anyways. So I would sit there and I would watch it and it made me feel like I was like starting off the morning, like just listening to friends, just laughing and enjoying. And then I would go to brunch at a fancy place that only people who are like business people or people who own their own business could go to during the day or executives. Right. And I went and literally just took my time, absorbed the sunshine, like brought a book. I would read that. I would like text my friend. I, I would do a stay home spa. Cause sometimes there are spas, but in, in Philly, it's everything's expensive in the city. So even doing like an eye mask and cause Lord knows I need that homegirls got a lot of dark circles over here, but I would do eye mask. I would do a facial. I do the mint tingling lotion on my feet, you know, just shop window shop at some local stores, uh, bake something. And then I would do a dinner date with my friends during the week. They had work so I could kind of have an in on like, Ooh, how was your work day? You know? And I wouldn't know what that's like. Cause I took the day off, you know? Um, and I could have that extra glass of wine, um, and really take advantage of being a tourist in your own backyard. You know, there's so many times when, you know, we, we lived in North Carolina, we lived by the beach or Philadelphia, we lived in the city and now Missouri, we're in the country, but taking the time to literally look, if I were a tourist where I live, what would I do? 
And, you know, for Missouri, we hike a lot and I've learned a lot about the Ruidu River um, and the Trail of Tears, which has been super educational. In the city, I got to see some historical, I mean, Independence Hall, Elfris Alley, the Liberty Bell. And then in North Carolina, I got to go to the beach. So really take a, take a step back and kind of flip the script on your own backyard. One of my faves. Yeah, this is one of my biggest things that I stress to any military family that I know. I grew up military, as a lot of our listeners know. Um, I've been married for over 10 years to my soldier, and um, I've been all over the world. I've been to several different bases, and there are so many hidden gems within just 30 miles of your home or within just a couple hours for a day trip. Um, I love North Carolina. You hear all the time people not liking Fort Bragg. They don't like the area. They think it's a horrible place, but they don't really get out and look around. I mean, we're super close to the beach. We have the mountains. You know, the mountains has Grandfather Mountain. Um, Highland Games are super cool. You have the Wooly Warm Fest. Um, there's so many cool things to do if you just look. And we're so close to like DC and Florida and Charleston. Like it's so easy just to hop in the car and go down for a day trip. And I, this is one of the things where I'm always, always encouraging people to kind of look on the brighter side and, and look for those hidden gems. Um, I've lived here at Bragg on and off my entire life, never been to the botanical gardens until a couple weeks ago. And we went and I was just like, what was I thinking? Why have I never come here before? It's so pretty. It was so serene. My kids loved it. And, um, we had a great, we had a great time there. And that was just one thing that I've never even gone to check out. And I've lived here my entire life on and off. Yeah. And my, our last staycation we did was in North Carolina. We just wanted something that was quiet. And so we just did an Airbnb up in the mountains. Um, we did chimney rock, but we were there for three days. And the only thing we did was chimney rock. Like we went up and did that, but that if you've ever been there, it's literally like, a 20 minute, you take an elevator to the top, you kind of look at the view, it's really windy and cold and you leave like, you know, it's not like a huge thing. And all we did the rest of the time is the kids ran around on the outside of the cabin. We read books. I read two books while we were there for a matter of like three days. And it was just so nice to wake up. We had coffee together and to not have anything to do, nothing to worry about. You don't have to do the dishes. You don't have to do this, that, and the other. I mean, you do when you check out, but just to take that time for ourselves and we got off the grid, we turned off our phones, we were just there. And I think that that in itself, you could do that within your town, right? You don't even have to leave town, go rent somebody else's house and just get out of your schedule. I think that staycations are so much fun for you. And your kids, like we were saying with the beach trip, they don't need to be doing something all the time. Bring a puzzle, bring you know some books for your kids to just enjoy and teach them how to enjoy just being being, you know, being with your family and having the chance to just get to know each other better without the interaction of TVs and phones and everything else that we do on a normal daily basis. A vacation is still a vacation, even if it's something so small. Yeah, I also want to encourage everyone that it's okay to do something by yourself. You do not have to plan a trip with your spouse or your kids or with friends or with family. Like if you need a full break, take that trip by yourself. Um, I had another military spouse friend who did this last year and I'm planning to do it the first week of August. My in-laws are taking my kids for a week and I'm going to go find some place to stay for just two days all by myself. 
where I can unplug and unwind, not be responsible for caring and keeping alive tiny humans or tiny creatures and just be. And I think that's exactly what I need to mentally like reset myself, um, you know, working full time, uh, working for the, for deployed love and, it can be a lot. So I'm really excited. And I encourage a lot of people to do it. My friend, my friend said she took forever to make this decision to do it. And she plans to do it every single year, every year she's doing like a, a weekend away to just reset and focus on herself. And it's a fabulous idea. So I encourage everyone to do it. So we, as military families, know that we have a lot of great resources that are out there for us, and I'm sure we have way more than we can list, um, but we will make sure that we can include some of those top favorite ones in our show notes. But what is one of your guys' favorite resources to help plan those vacations? So the resources I have listed here um, are all ones that I have personally used. It has been really helpful for me. I've used them all with my personal travels. And again, I'm very budget conscious. I'm the numbers person in our family. So it has to go in the budget. With that being said, Disney Shades of Green has been such a lifesaver for us. Um, It has allowed us to literally make the trip. It is like a Disney resort. It's technically not a Disney resort, but it's right across from the Polynesian village and it has a little exchange in there. You can buy discount tickets there. It's wonderful. So Disney shades of green, go look it up when we, so my in-laws got married in Boston and they got married on the wharf, which for anyone who has not been to Boston or been to the wharf, it's very expensive. And my husband and I clearly could not afford to stay at a hotel on the wharf, but I looked into military friendly places and there's this house called the Mariner's house, which fun fact is right next to Paul Revere's. It is a couple blocks from the long wharf. It's nice. It's safe. It's clean. It's $135. I think a night was what we paid it, we could afford to literally attend this wedding because of that. And they make your own breakfast. And the guy, I have a tattoo of Simba on my foot and he made me Mickey mouse pancakes in the morning. He's like, I thought you'd like these. I was like, ah, greatest place ever. Totally going back there. So highly recommend that. And you know, there's other places like that. If, if you look into it, we went to New York city and we stayed at the soldier sailors and airmen's club in New York, which is a little more of a hostile vibe than it is a hotel, right? There's women's restrooms and men's restroom. And then there's like a shower at the end of the hall. So everyone kind of takes turn. But when you're in the city, at least for us, you're a couple blocks from the Empire State Building. And you're literally, if you're in New York City, you're going to be in the city the majority of the time. So I'm like literally in a hotel room just to crash. So it worked out great for us. And it's and it's priced based off of rank and um, which really helps make it affordable. Flying, there is an app. Uh, there's also a website. It's called Skip Lagged, S-K-I-P-L-A-G-G-E-D. It's where I, I book all my flight, the guy, but he basically created an algorithm that coincides with what airliners use to do ticket pricing. So you will literally find the best rate. And sometimes the best rate is through a hidden city, meaning I may be in Missouri and I want to fly to Orlando But to get there, the cheapest flight would really be a flight from St. Louis with an end destination in Philadelphia with a layover in Orlando. 
And that may be cheaper than just going straight there, which sounds crazy, but it's true. Look it up. Um, and you may have to only have a carry on, but Hey, I'll get resourceful to save money. Um, the point of flying, uh, there's for if you want an adult flight experience, I will say, and only because there's alcohol at this lounge, the Centurion lounge, if you're an Amex, uh, person, they have, they waive fee for service members, but the Centurion lounge, they have a chef and they have, you know, it's free food, free, free alcohol. If you, and you're, you want to do a getaway with just your spouse, that's a great option. But if you have little ones with you, take advantage of USOs. They're almost everywhere. The volunteers there would love nothing more than to like love on you and your family and make sure you have snacks and layovers. So check that out before, you know, you get on a plane and, and take advantage of them. So I know I just, uh, dragged on for quite a bit there, but those are my traveling resources that are tried and true and have worked for me and my, so. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with the USO one. Um, especially if you have a long layover, most of the USOs are going to be outside of the terminal. So you will have to exit and come back through customs. But if you have a layover, that's more than like three or four hours, which we God forbid, we all have been through that, especially through a PCS across the country. Utilize it. There's come beach. I mean, I I was in there traveling with one, my son when he was nine months and I had a four hour layover and we just snuggled into a recliner and watched movies. And I was comfortable to nurse him and change him and let him run around and be crazy and not in an airport. I 100% agree with the USO one. USO has been a lifesaver for us. We were, because we were doing A out of Maryland, we were at the airport though. So like being able to go into the USO, they gave us boxes of Girl Scout cookies. I mean, they have that stuff just sitting there. So you go in and you, you can save yourself money as, as well. I mean, there's always snacks, there's drinks and you can leave your luggage there. So if it's something that you're there for like nine hours and you're like in say Chicago, you've never been to Chicago, go out and go explore Chicago for a couple hours, leave your luggage at the USO so that you're not having to lug it around and have that opportunity instead of just sitting at the airport for hours and hours and hours, go, even if you just take an Uber and be like, Hey, give me a tour of the city and then Uber right back to the airport. I think it gives you a really good opportunity to not waste those hours, especially when you have children children, just the airport and kids don't go well. It's never a great time. (laughs) Any way to keep them busy is a great opportunity. Yeah. And then, um, I've also stayed at shades of green, Um, but if you're really set on staying on resort, utilize a travel agent, a travel agent is completely free for you to use, and they're going to help you plan it and find the best deals and things like that. So I definitely, and there's so many military spouses who are travel agents that I'm sure if you just hop on one of those Facebook groups that you're on and say, who's a travel agent, you're going to have at least four or five people say, I am. Um, so definitely utilize those. A program that a lot of people don't know about is Armed Forces Vacation Club. I haven't used it personally in my adult life, but growing up, we use it quite a bit. It's kind of like a space A type of deal. So every every so often, like places will post houses, condos, things like that all around the world for really cheap rates, weekly rates up to like only $329 for an entire week. So if you have flexibility and where you're going and you're, it's kind of a spur of the moment type of thing, that's a great resource to check out and just say, where can we go? Click cool, like go for the week. It's, that's really, really cool thing. We've used it several times growing up, but um, I haven't had the opportunity to really use it in the last several years. 
And then also utilizing the recreation centers. Like here in North Carolina, we have Fort Fisher, which is a recreation center that has different size housings. They have camping sites and like an open camper area that is for military and you can rent houses for a discounted rate. And they have Fort Fisher, for instance, has like live music on the weekends and they have a grill and they do like karaoke and they do different types of activities for kids. So it's a great thing. And they have those at several locations as well. Yeah. And then if you, I'm not sure all bases have it, but a lot of them do through the MWR have a travel resource. We used it a lot when we were in Hawaii because you were able to get like really discounted tickets to different places like luau's and it's more of like a staycation idea. So you can go in there and they get tickets that are surplus, I guess, basically is what they're getting. And you get it really, really cheap because they're trying to get those tickets sold out and they want to give it to the military families. So you can get things like hockey games, baseball games. Sometimes you can get that stuff for free if you go in and at the right time when they have extra tickets. So making sure that if you're wanting to do something, I'm going to say most of it's probably very staycation, like local to you, um, local to whatever base you're at. But if you're wanting to do something on a really cheap budget and just something that's different, that's a really great opportunity for you to go in and just see what they have on their list because it changes all the time. And yeah, you never know what you're going to find. Well, and to piggyback off that to the MWR, a lot of installations, especially the larger ones are going to have campers and things like boats and things like that, that you guys can rent for the day or for the weekend. We rented a camper when we were in Alaska and we drove up to up North and camped for the weekend and then drove back. And it was great because we just wanted to get out in wilderness and we can't afford a camper and then, or to buy all the camping equipment just to go on one camping trip. So that's a great opportunity that you can go and rent a rent a tent or rent a camper and all that kind of stuff. And also to piggyback on the ticket thing, another organization that's not really well known is vetticket.org. You can sign up and it's also one of those, like they'll post tickets um, to shows. I went to Brad Paisley in concert in Alaska from vet tickets and completely free and had front row seats. It was super cool. So there's so many things out there that you guys can look into and check out. Yeah. And I think the biggest resource to just don't forget to do when you're planning things is ask for military discounts. So many places give it to you and only if you ask. So making sure that you use that resource that you have it to see if it can get you a discount on, you know, trips, anything. I mean, most things have it if you ask. So not to go back to the tickets, but, you know, one of the things that we mentioned that I think you know, it's good to kind of expand on, you know, we talked about the USO being in the airports, but they're also, they also take care of, you know, regions and areas. So when you check into a new duty station, literally ask someone like, Hey, where's the nearest USO? Because even though there, you may not see a brick and mortar, they do a lot of events that are, I'll say expeditionary and Mm -hmm. you can have, you know, a a mother's day event or a father's day event. That's more staycation or, you know, they have other programs and everything through the USO is free for service members and the military spouses. And, you know, if you're looking for, you know, some activity kits or whatever for your kids, that's a great opportunity um, to kind of check in as well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for that staycation idea. Like I know the one here in the Fort Bragg area, um, they recently just did a paddle boarding trip and then they have a river tubing down the Cape Fear River coming up. Um, They have so many really cool ideas that, you know, I didn't even think we could river tube down the Cape Fear River. So I was like, that's really cool. Like, I didn't think we could do that. 
and I'm all about the river lake life. So why not do something that's already being organized and you can just hop along with your spouse and have a good day. Yeah, there's just so many, there's so many great opportunities and there's things that aren't even just military related, like Groupon and we could go on and on and just making sure you try to find things that are cheaper is a great way to get your vacation. So you can do more activities. If you're looking for discounts, you're going to be able to do not just one night out. You might be able to do two. I think that we'll include everything that we can think of in our list for you guys. So you have a really great resource list when you're trying to plan something the rest of the summer. Did you have anything that you wanted to add to our episode, Cheryl, before we close out? Um, I think the one thing that I would love to add for all your deployed love listeners is just do it, whatever it is, whatever the vacation, the staycation, you know, whether it's a small break for yourself by yourself or doing something, just you and your spouse or you and just your kids take advantage of the time. You know, nothing will ever be perfect. The stars won't always align, but even if it's just, Hey, I'm going to take this break for me. I'm going to take two hours for me, drive through the drive through and get a sweet tea, or I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, just make the time and do it because there's no greater investment than in yourself and your family and those you love. So take advantage of it. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. And I I do, I agree that even if you end up coming down on orders for deployment or something like that, maybe it is the best that you keep those plans and you just take your kids and you go enjoy your vacation. Still, I think that it's important to be able to still have a vacation and not always let the military ruin things if that comes down to it. All right. Well, thank you guys all for joining us and listening to us again today. We will make sure that this list gets up to you on the show notes and that you guys are able to hopefully enjoy a nice vacation coming up soon. If you guys want to hop over to our Deployed Love Facebook group, we will be talking about what some of our favorite vacations we've been on. Come over there and join the conversation. We'd love to hear some of your staycation ideas that you've had and get to talk to you guys all as well. I do have one really exciting announcement before we get off. We do have a webinar coming up for choosing love during deployment, and it's going to be really exciting. We have an outside organization that's coming in to speak for us on how you can choose love within your family and your marriage during deployment. So that will be on July 20th. So we hope that you guys are able to join us for that. Otherwise, it was great having you with us, Cheryl. And I hope everybody goes and checks out her podcast, Good Morning Mimosas. And we will make sure all of her information is also in the show notes for you guys to get a hold of her. So we'll see you guys all again soon. And until then, rock up, buttercup. Bye.